Welcome to episode 36 of the RetroNim Podcast, and today I talk about the greatest accessories ever with the Game Boy Camera and Game Boy Printer. Today I'm not going to talk about just one single experience, but two, but they're kind of like joined together, and that would be the Game Boy Camera and the Game Boy Printer. Now, I was lucky enough as a kid to actually have access to both of these things at the same time. Let's start with the camera first. The Game Boy Camera came out in like, I think 1998, 1999, and it was definitely a weird experience because like digital cameras weren't necessarily a thing as far as I knew at this time. I didn't have one. We didn't get one until after the 2000s had already rolled over. So having like this weird like digital camera in your pocket that you connect with your Game Boy and Obviously, the pictures were absolute dog poop. Like there, there was nothing going on with these pictures. You could barely see what was going on. But there was just something really charming about having access to this type of thing. You know, nowadays kids like they have their cell phones, and you know, even when flip phones are out, people had them. But just the idea of you know taking this out of your pocket and like taking a picture of yourself—it's like that's normal now. But back then, it was like, oh, hey, having a little selfie, basically. And they didn't have selfies, actually, back then, because, you know, that word probably didn't exist. But, you know, it's the same basic idea. It's just like, oh, hey, we're doing something fun. Let's take a picture on my Game Boy camera. And then you would load it up, and it just it would just take pictures. And the, the fun thing about it is that you could, like, add a whole bunch of stickers to it and everything, like, change the way your picture, like, put these, like, little emoticon-type things on your picture or stickers so that you could have fun with it. It was very ahead of its time in so many different ways. And I would just wonder, like, how much of what they did with the Game Boy Camera really translated to some of those, like, creative developments that we had with, like, photo technology. Probably very little. Like, I can't imagine a lot of, you know, high-ranking executives or scientists playing with a Game Boy Camera and being like, oh, yes, I really like this. We're going to shape our entire landscape for photography based on this with our, you know, digital cameras and then our phones and everything. Obviously, that's not something that they thought about, but it, it's interesting to think about like how that could have been or just what was it in the zeitgeist at the time that led them to do that sort of thing and just have fun with it. But the nice thing about the Game Boy Camera is that it also came with a couple different games. You have this like little spaceship game where you could actually like make your pictures turn into like the enemies. And so you have this little spaceship and you're shooting like your, your face on it or something. And then you had a whole bunch of other like just weird and bizarre things in this game that to this day I feel like some of those cartridges are just completely cursed because you would just randomly pop like sometimes it would just randomly pop up like a jump scare just this random picture of this person dressed up in this outfit or like I don't know like a pirate or something and it just like leaps up and scares you and you're just like what is going on like this entire like Game Boy camera thing was cursed and that was like the fun of it so a couple like little technical things about it like I was reading about this and I found it very fascinating. So the Game Boy Camera is essentially a 128 by 112 pixel CMOS sensor. I don't know what that means. And it can capture 256 levels of grayscale. But the Game Boy System screen could only display four of these at a time. So obviously, you know, you're not getting a whole lot of detail on there. The camera plugged into the Game Boy's cartridge slot and rotated 180 degrees from back to front, enabling both like selfie and outward facing shots. And it even had a built-in memory capable of storing 30 pictures. 30 pictures! Just thinking back to the time where you have, like, an internal memory of, like, I don't know, a couple megabytes. I know that even one of our digital cameras, like, not too many years after that, 
it was capable of like you know 50 pictures maybe like 150 pictures and you're just like whoa there's so many pictures on that and it's like i grew up you know like like i said in previous episodes in north idaho where everything is like 10 to 20 years in the past so i remember actually you know going and getting film developed like on my own personal camera that i got from my parents and like just what a hassle that was so once you finally got a digital camera like obviously with the game boy camera i was like all in on that so that leads me to the second accessory here because you can't really call the game boy camera a game it's more of an accessory but the second accessory was a little bit more versatile in that it could actually have a variety of different uses and that would be the game boy printer now this is a thermal printer and it doesn't require any ink because it just burns into the special thermal paper that it comes with which i always found like super fascinating and it was i kid you not like in order to power this game boy printer you had to have six AA batteries and connect the Game Boy through a link cable. You're just thinking like six AA batteries? So obviously, you if you have a Game Gear, you have to choose between whether you want to use the Game Gear or the Game Boy printer because you're not using both. You're going to be burning through AA's faster than anything if you're trying to use both. And it's absolutely absurd. And then it would connect to the link cable and you could just choose a, you know, if you're using the Game Boy camera, for example, you could choose which pictures that you wanted to print out. And obviously, you know, it being thermal paper, it's going to you know, start fading out after a couple years of use. I would be shocked if anybody still has any like surviving Game Boy printer pictures at this point. But the images that you can make, it was like 160 DPI images that are 1.9 inches wide with a variable length. So decent enough to where you could see a little bit of detail, but not a lot. The fun thing about this is that these types of like small thermal printers are actually coming back in vogue. I actually bought one within the last few months that connects to my phone and it actually prints out like black and white pictures and everything in the exact same way on this thermal paper and it works as stickers, just like how the paper on the Game Boy printer worked. So it is really interesting to think about like, wow, the more technology changes, the more it stays the same. And you have to wonder like, are these people just nostalgic for the Game Boy printer or is this just a cost-effective way of people to put like different stickers on their lunch boxes or whatnot? I don't know. Or the water bottles, I guess, because that's where I saw the majority of the pictures. But it's it's just really cool technology. I love thermal paper. I know it's not like long lasting, but I really like it. And the fact that it's like, you know, stickers basically that you can have, it's really cool. So, I mean, that's really all I have to say about these two. They were just really ahead of their time. And like it, it almost like it predicted the future. And even apparently in the 2002 Guinness World Record, the Game Boy camera, it was considered the world's smallest digital camera at that time. So that's something. And I know that there's like a big modding and like homebrew community that has been able to use these different uh, accessories and whatnot for their own use. And, you know, I think I've even heard of somebody like connecting it to a computer, like the camera and the printer so that it could print out things or, you know, you take pictures and it just automatically goes to your computer digitally. And I think that's really cool. So if you know any of that information, please send it my way. I, I love these two things. I wish I had my Game Boy camera. I still have my Game Boy printer like in my shed right now, and I should probably like dig that out at some point because I have an old Game Boy that can work with it. So, and you know, it could also connect to Pokemon games and it could print out Pokedex entries. So, how cool is that? So, in my opinion, these are like some of the coolest gaming accessories that you ever could buy. Thank you for listening to the Retronym podcast. You can find me at Twitter with the username at Retronym, that's spelled R-E-T-R-O-N-I-M, and through email at theretronym at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, and all of that other fun stuff. I don't even know what it is. 
You can also check out my other podcast, Henshin Dad, if you are curious about the wide world of tokusatsu. Thanks again for taking time to listen to me today, and until next time, keep enjoying the games that you love.